The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, along with Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Hey, Andy. So last time around, we talked about what we should do when I win the lottery. Yeah. Okay, anybody wins the lottery. Uh, what What is the important money topic for today's good money moves? Yeah, well, I obviously it's holiday shopping season now like we've made it through thanksgiving black friday happened cyber monday happened slash is still going on for some companies so it's time it's just that time of year to talk about holiday shopping and how to do that without breaking the bank because you can't always get the deal you want on black friday or cyber monday so Let's, uh, yeah, talk about checking off that holiday shopping list without going broke. All right. I, yeah, it's undeniably the time of the year. (laughs) (laughs) And true confessions, I haven't started yet. So this is very timely for myself. And there's, as always, a lot of pressure around giving at this time of the year and So, Jenna, how are you going to recommend that we approach it? Holiday shopping. Yes. Well, okay. So, before you just, like, go out and start spending like crazy, there's a couple things to do first to really set yourself up for success and less stress when it comes to holiday shopping and gift giving. So, really, the best place to start with all of this is setting and knowing what your spending limit is. This is backwards from what a lot of people do. A lot of people start with the list and all of the things that they (laughs) want to buy, and then they figure out how much it's going to cost them after they bought it. Don't do that. The best place to start is really to set that spending limit for yourself before you even decide who you're buying for and what you're buying. So, and because really, no matter how many people you have to shop for, you still only have so much money. And if you kind of set yourself up with a spending limit, Ahead of time, you're going to kind of reduce that urge to overspend throughout the shopping season. Um, And also, once you know how much you can afford comfortably to spend on gifts, then you can kind of let that determine how many people and how many gifts you can truly buy without feeling pressured or stressed about it. And so really, once you have that spending limit, it just allows you to just kind of start to prioritize that list of gift recipients that you have, which feels like it gets longer every year. And the things that the people want get more and more expensive and bigger and bigger, right? So, for example, if you know that you only have $500 to spend, you're going to likely prioritize gift giving differently than if you just looked at a list of people and just shopped until you had something for everybody and then like looked at the cost later. So this really, sounds, step one, set that spending limit for yourself. This sounds an awful lot like budgeting to me, Jenna. 
That is another word you could use, yes. But, you know, so many people don't like that word. So you can call it a spending limit. You can call okay. it, an, you know, tracking so, your expenses. Whatever makes it work and, for you. And if we had done it really smartly, I would have had this money set aside beginning in January and built up a fund and say, oh, look at December. Now I have this much for gift giving. Yes. Yeah, you can certainly do that. And there are people who do plan ahead like that there are good savers out there <laughs> i'm pretty good at it i'm not that good yeah. I'll, I'll confess okay yeah. so how can you manage well the urge how can you manage the urge to go overboard on certain people especially your children of course and uh, you know in some cases family members friends try to outdo each other you know for giving the best yeah. gifts how, how can you manage that temptation yeah, that's a really good question. And I personally know many people who turn gift giving into an epic competition every year and it gets expensive and out of hand really quickly. So in this case, it it is very important to be realistic with yourself and your spending limits and then those that you plan to give those gifts to, right? So if you do find yourself in somewhat of a gift giving competition, with a spouse, with a friend, with other family members, or maybe your list of people has grown too long and it's become unrealistic for your um, for your budget, for your ability to spend comfortably. Um, it may just be time to have a conversation with those people about how to cut back on gifts for everyone. And but that doesn't necessarily mean I know it makes me sound a little bit like you know screwed, right? You get don't spend any money, but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't have to not spend. You can find really fun ways to still have um, fun giving gifts without spending every last dime you have in your savings account, right? So there's a lot of, I've seen a lot of people do some like fun challenges, I guess is a good way to put it, that you can kind of put yourself to like, this is the spending limit for every person and and then you kind of see what is the best gift you can get that person for that spending limit. So $10, $25, you know, $50, whatever that limit is for you and the people around you, you know, you can get, you can kind of figure that out. There isn't a rule of thumb for that. But what this does is really forces people to not overextend themselves and everyone still gets to feel like they're part of the gift giving of the season and the, the feel good behind that. Like you still get to go out and find that perfect gift. You're just setting those spending limits ahead of time so that everyone is spending those same within that same kind of framework and nobody's spending way more than somebody else. And it just kind of evens the playing field a little bit. Sure. So another thing that some families end up doing is deciding to only buy um, for their parents or only buy for the kids kids in the family and not necessarily siblings or aunts and uncles or nieces and nephews or, you know, whatever the age ranges are of, of those people in your in your life, right? You know, so for example, in my family, I have a lot of siblings. I am the second oldest of seven kids. And now all of those siblings are starting to have spouses and kids of their own, right? So our pool of people gets larger and larger every year. So rather than buy a gift for every single person in the family, we draw names for one of the other adults and do a gift exchange that way. That yep. way we're not buying for everybody. You buy for one person and you get a gift from one person. So you, again, it kind of goes back to you still want to 
give gifts because it's fun to give gifts to people, especially the people in your life that you care deeply about. And it's also fun to get gifts. So you don't want to necessarily not get a gift either. That's kind of the fun of the season. So there's just a lot of different ways that you can kind of go about doing gift exchanges that aren't so stressful on everyone's wallets. In my um, in my clan with six siblings, we did a similar situation. We everybody got gifts from mom and dad, but then amongst the siblings, we would draw names. Yep. And then it got to the point with the children coming on, you know, nieces and nephews, that we just said no more gifts for the siblings. We'll just give gifts to the kids. And then, you know, it shifted over time, but it was somewhat the same system. Exactly. Yeah. And then, and that's the nice thing too, is just because something has been working for you and your family for several years, doesn't mean it's going to continue to work year after year. So it is, it's always good to kind of reevaluate and have that conversation within families. What is the expectation here and what can everybody handle? And I'm, what I would guess is if you're feeling strained by the gift giving expectations, others in your family probably are too. So it's a great time to just have that conversation about how can you do it differently and still make it fun and a good time. Um, so another kind of challenge I've, I've heard people do is you kind of do a challenge to, of uh, giving gifts that are made, right? So let's say your aunt loves to crochet or sew, but your uncle is more interested in baking breads or, or you know, something along those lines, then making a gift that's really tailored to a person and their interests is just a kind of a special way of sharing that gift that you have with the rest of your family. So uh, there's, and I think a lot of times too, those homemade, well-thought-out gifts can actually be a lot more meaningful in a lot of ways than something that's just bought at the store because you needed to fill a quota. So those are some things to think about too. It's really about getting creative with how you give gifts without stretching yourself financially thin. You know, I think half of the businesses on Etsy got started out as people making Christmas gifts for relatives and they got out of hand. And the next thing you know, they're on the internet selling them all over the place. I think you might be right. right. (laughs) We're talking about holiday shopping this year, how to get creative, how you can give gifts without stretching yourself financially thin. Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union, of course. We'll continue right after this quick break here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking about holiday shopping because that is what we are going to be doing for the next few weeks. Almost everyone. You brought up some different creative ways to kind of avoid busting the budget during this holiday season and uh, use the term challenge. So I thought of another challenge about secondhand gifts. Make that a challenge. Yeah, that's actually a really great idea. And they're surprisingly there there are a lot of really interesting things that you can find at secondhand shops right and then of course there's different caliber of secondhand shops so choose wisely but it's a lot like 
treasure hunting, which so it's kind of can be fun to go try to find that perfect gift amongst um, everyone else, uh, amongst the garbage, for lack of a better term, because there is definitely some of that. So you do have to kind of plan some time um, to really check a couple different places and really dig in, maybe go back a couple different times just because the inventory changes over in those places so quickly. Um, but you, when you mentioned secondhand, it actually makes me think of yet another way that you can give gifts and make it into kind of a game. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this one. It's called Past the Present. Oh, and this yeah. is where, yeah. And so this is the one where everyone brings just one gift kind of just a general gift it's not necessarily specifically for anyone or anything and that all the gifts go into this like central pot and then when you sit in kind of a circle around the room and you roll dice and then based on the dice that you roll you either get to get a gift from the middle pass it to the left or right or you get to steal a gift from somebody else and you do that for a couple rounds or however long you want to do it for and then at the end, you may end up with one gift that you get to open, no gift at all, or possibly multiple gifts, just given on how the dice rolls. And this game gets even more fun when you use white elephant gifts for the stuff, um, which if for those who are unfamiliar with that term, that just means stuff that you have laying around your house that you don't necessarily use or want or need anymore. And you throw it in a bag and give it away. <laughs> to the crazier, else. the better, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they can be really fun, you know, to, I, and it can, you know, just bring some lively entertainment to your holiday party, too, in kind of a fun, fun way where you still get to do gifts and giving and without having to really spend any money at all. So I, I participated in one of those mm -hmm. in the past, mm -hmm. and it wasn't me who brought this. I'm going to say this right away, but it was probably the most bizarre white elephant gift I've ever seen. A... Pillow with David Hasselhoff's face on it. Like the whole pillow. <laughs> it's oh, like, number one, where funny. do you where do you even buy something like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That and, that is a perfect white elephant gift. Absolutely. But with a dice game too, um, that can get really competitive. It, it's a lot of fun, but uh, uh, make sure your rules are set out clearly at the very beginning. Yeah. To avoid oh, the holiday yeah. party crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't start arguments over white elephant gifts. That's just the. <laughs> All right, Jenna. Do you have any other good money move gift giving tips? Yeah. Yeah. So I think one big one is, well, two things really is one, get started early and do comparison shopping, right? We actually did a whole episode on the importance of comparison shopping and how to kind of master it back in August of 2021. This is so this is an important piece of the puzzle here. So and it can be so tempting to just kind of grab something, you know, that you want to give or buy someone when you see it. But it can actually really benefit you and your wallet to take a little time and do some price checking before you swipe that card to buy. Right. So in you can check prices online really easily um, between retailers. And if you're shopping in a store or something, there's there's options for that too. I, but really just don't assume that Amazon or Walmart is automatically going to have the best deal for you because that's not necessarily the case. And most stores, um, either online or physical, are going to have sales going on throughout the month of December. These days, sales don't stop 
with Cyber Monday or Black Friday anymore the way that they used to. So you can kind of keep checking on things throughout this season to, on those prices um, to really make sure that you're not overspending, right? And there are definitely apps that can help you do comparison shopping too. Um, you can actually use the Amazon app to scan an item in a store and see what comes up on Amazon. So you can kind of price compare that way. Um, you can, there's an app called Buyvia that also has like a barcode scanner that you can use when you're in stores to find prices at nearby stores and online. Um, there's another one called My Cart Savings that lets you track the price of an item in stores and online and they'll actually alert you when it reaches the price point you're wanting to pay for it. So use the technology that's out there to help you do some of that comparison shopping for you. So you don't, I mean, you don't have to sit there and spend hours and hours and hours researching one item. You can, there's things <laughs> and tools that you can use. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's a good skill to be able to do that. Um, that's half the fun, Jenna, is trying to find the best deal. It For some people, it certainly <laughs> is. Uh, yes, yeah. And some people are much better at it than others. That's why I say comparison shopping truly is a skill. Um, but another thing you can do, and another tip I have. Um, so sometimes when you're for holiday gifts, you really want to find like a unique I or one of a kind item for some of those top priority people on your list. Um, and a really good way to find kind of those more unique items is to check out local independently owned stores or artisan shops uh, in town because they're going to have items that you're not going to be able to easily find online or they really will truly be one of a kind gifts that might be the very perfect thing for that special person on your list. And there are, you know, even a number of like holiday marketplace type events that happen throughout the throughout the area I, some of them have even happened around town here i've seen them oh, yeah. um happening and i think there's more going on throughout the next couple of weeks um you can go online to stores like etsy um and they actually uh, this is interesting cuz i didn't know this until just recently but they actually have a search filter on etsy and you can actually pick where you want to shop from so if you want to search for local independent shops in Minnesota so that you're shopping locally and then you can set a price range within that and so you can actually still shop locally on Etsy which I think is really interesting oh. I know that's a, that's really important to some people is to shop local over the holidays there's actually a really great tool to be able to do that and support local artists things like that is it's always a great way to find some really unique and and special gifts for people um but the really the it's not the last tip, but it's a la another tip I have would be don't be a last minute shopper with your holiday gifts. Um, when you're in this situation, if you are waiting until the last few days before the holiday or a day or two before or week, even a week before, you're more likely to forget about those budget requirements that we talked about at the start of the show that you set for yourself. And so you're just going to end up overspending because you're in a panic to get just get it done. Um, but you also end up spending a lot more on shipping costs for the gifts that you're purchasing because you have to rush the shipping, which usually jacks up the cost of that, you know, $10 or more. Big time. And so, it, you know, it just becomes a really stressful shopping season when you wait till the last minute. Um, 
so really just kind of get your gift buying completed sooner rather than later to kind of help make the shopping component of the holidays a little less of a stressful event for yourself and to help you stay on budget. And to add to the stress part, unfortunately, that if the trend continues as it did last year, um, the online shopping phenomena uh, continues to grow. And last year, they grew at such a pace, the shippers had a hard time keeping up with it. I imagine that that could happen this year. So if you wait until the last minute, there's a decent chance if you order it online, it may not get there in time. Just because of the sheer volume of what's happening out there. Absolutely. All right. We're talking about holiday shopping this week on Good Money Moves, and we'll return in just a moment with more on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Holiday shopping is the topic this week on Good Money Moves. And Jenna, we've been talking about buying the gifts, so I have to reverse it around a little bit and ask you about, is there a time when it would be worth it to put some of the holiday purchase I'm, I'm making on my credit card. I, I even hate to ask that, but it's, <laughs> it's realistic. Okay. It, well, it's very realistic, Andy, and it is a good question because I think there, there is a lot of stigma around using your credit cards to fund your, your holiday shopping. It, it's, it's reality, but really credit cards are actually an excellent financial tool to help you fund your holiday shopping. So you don't have to whittle down your savings account if you didn't plan ahead for that, so long as you keep two things in mind. One, you still have to set a spending limit for yourself. And two, you need to plan ahead on how much of a monthly payment you can afford each month after you've racked up those balances to know how long it's going to take you to pay off what you plan to spend. So the trouble that people run into with credit cards is that they start using that credit card like it's free money with no plan in place for how to pay off that balance. They have not budgeted for that expense afterwards. And then they're shocked at what they've racked up because they weren't paying attention and they didn't have a plan in place before they started shopping. And then they don't, they spent too much and can't afford to pay back the balance in a timely manner. And then that's when people run into trouble with credit cards. So, It's really all about treating that credit card as if it was money that you have that you want to spend carefully because it is, right? And it's best if you can pay off that balance in full like come January so you're not having to pay on the interest. But if you can at least get it paid off within the first, you know, three or four months of the year, you're probably going to be okay. It's once you start extending those payments throughout the entire year that, again, people start to get into big trouble with their using their credit cards for holiday shopping. Now, the other really great thing about using a credit card this time of year is when you have a rewards card, right? You can use that card for your holiday shopping and earn points, right, for yourself. Yeah. So as you get gifts for others, then 
after the holiday, you have a nice little bank of rewards points that you can treat yourself with afterwards. So there's a there's definitely a bonus there. So for example, the First Alliance Credit Union rewards card offers one point for every dollar spent, whether it's in stores and online. And sometimes we even have, you know, a variety of different point specials and things like that, that get you even more than that. That's just the baseline. Um, but so essentially, if you spend a thousand dollars on gifts, you'll have a thousand points that you can use to reward yourself come the new year. So there's definitely some benefit to um, using a credit card for your holiday shopping. It, it is a lot of people use it as a way to keep track of what they're spending because then, yeah. and they kind of know, okay, well, I'm going to spend a thousand dollars. I'll know really quickly when I've hit that thousand dollars because all I have to do is check my credit card in, online, right? So it, there, there is some benefit to it. It's just don't get caught up in the trap of overspending and overstretching yourself and not thinking through how you're going to repay those balances. Right. Well, once, once again, it's a tool that requires discipline. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. Fantastic information, as always, Jenna. So <laughs> I'm going to ask you again, uh, particularly with holiday shopping and tips for using the credit cards the right way. Is there a place I can find out more information? Yeah, absolutely. As always, I really encourage our listeners to visit our website firstalliancecu.com. Subscribe to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice out there every week. I mentioned a past episode of this show. You can go back and listen to that at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. And if you love our show, please take a minute to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Um, And if you have a financial topic that you'd like us to cover or questions you'd like answered on Good Money Moves, feel free to send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. And of course, I strongly encourage you to reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union. They can help you start making good money moves with your holiday shopping today. That's First Alliance Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. Jenna, get out and go shopping. I know I need to. Yes. All right. (laughs) We'll talk again next week with more Good Money Moves. Thanks a lot. Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.